Hello, everybody. Welcome to GameSpot After Dark, episode 147. I am your host this week, John Luke Seipke. Tamor and Lucy, they're out on assignment because guess what, everybody? Key 3 is Key? happening. I'm not going to call it's it that. Upon us. <laughs> Jordan, we made t-shirts. You have to call it that. Oh, y'all, y'all made t-shirts we for have, Key 3? We have Key 3 t-shirts. I don't believe oh, you. God damn. <laughs> y'all deep in the pockets of Jeffrey Keeley. Hate to see <laughs> it. <laughs> You know what, man? The, the man's uh, the man's got the exclusives. I you got guess, to throw the exclusives yeah. on it. Mm -hmm. If you wanna, if you wanna stay ahead in this business, that's facts. That lovely voice you heard here is the wonderful Michael P. Hyam. Hey, what it do, baby? Oh shit, we were just talking about earlier. We're doing this in person. This is fucking wild. This is wild. Yeah, yeah this is hella wild. Like <laughs> I could smack the shit out of y'all if you want to talk shit. <laughs> There's no way your arms are that long. Ooh, bet. Nah, Jordan's like hella far. Also, I wouldn't, I wouldn't smack Jordan. Jordan's a lovely person. I, I, I love Jordan. I also love uh, Jean-Luc also, so. Aww. And there's no reason to smack motherfuckers out here. Uh, Tam's out on assignment, so we're good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's fine. We can do whatever we want. So, yeah, this is going to be a uh, interesting episode. We actually are going to be tacking on at the very end here a uh, little special segment. Uh, Lucy and Tam got to interview the one, the oh. only, Jeff Keeley. Oh, is it the 20 questions? Uh, it's a little different. So we'd have a 20 questions thing up on our YouTube channel, which I watch. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you can go check that out. But they also just kind of did like a general interview where they uh, talked to him. Uh, that is exclusive to this podcast feed. So oh, word. At, yeah. the end, uh, at the end of the episode, uh, y'all can stick around and enjoy that. That's cool. Uh, but for now, I, I can cite us all you other outlets. <laughs> I know. Hey, he better, yo, Jeffrey better be dropping that hot, that hot goss, man. I, I want to hear some, I want to hear some, some spicy. Get him, did y'all get him to say something spicy? I know Tam could do that. Tam's done that over the course of his the history. The only question I cared about was <laughs> I got an answer that I didn't want. <laughs> oh, no. Hollow Knight. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was, he was like, you know, we're talking to Team Cherry, but listen, fucking relax. <laughs> I'm like, I won't. I won't relax. Oh, uh, man. That was, that was funny because I was thinking about you and Alessandro uh, Barbosa. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I know these motherfuckers. This is probably Thurston right now. Um, but all he had to say was that Team Cherry is they're on the case. Yeah. And that's that on that. Mm -hmm. Which I, I appreciate the fact that that question was asked and upfront and everything. I do not now have to go through the entire week of Summer Game Fest being like, all right, maybe this yeah. will be the presentation where yeah. Hollow Knight yeah. shows up. Okay, maybe this will be the one. It's like, no, but just... So it's just yeah. not going to be here. Yeah, like, and, <laughs> and he was pretty, pretty uh, yeah, like, uh, Jeff Key was, he was pretty well front with like, yo, Team Cherry was hit hard by the pandemic and mm -hmm. then they're working on it, but mm -hmm. they'll show... They'll show stuff when it's ready. So uh, I know it's a meme at this point. It's kind of it's fun to poke fun at Jordan and Alessandro about that. But is it uh, is it fun? Uh, not not for you. It ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, one, if we don't if we don't get Final Fantasy sixteen mm. during this summer, y'all could start uh, y'all could start talking shit to me about Final Fantasy sixteen. Final Fantasy sixteen wasn't that announced like two years after Silk Song was. Yeah, that's that's, that's true. Um, <laughs> We're definitely not. I was gonna so say, in the, in the grand scheme of uh, waiting for Square Enix games, Final Fantasy 16 has not been that long. <laughs> Absolutely, that, that's that that's that Yoshi P power, man. Naoki Yoshi does the boy. Well, it's entirely possible we have already seen Final Fantasy 16 because this is going up the day after 
the state, uh, state of play, which is happening in like two hours after yeah, we record yeah. this. So uh, I guess we'll we'll know. Um, you won't get any state of play banner out of us today. No. Do we just want to go right into our our uh, our key three bingo? Do we just want? I think so. sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're on the topic. So. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna do a little key three bingo. We're gonna come up with a list of fun uh, key three predictions for all you falling at home. You can make your own key three bingos. Uh, mm -hmm. I would love to see them if people make their own. Yeah. I do think have, that'd be do, cool. do you have a bingo app on your phone? <gasps> oh, it, can you? Is that a thing? I'm sure it is. You can start filling it out yourself. I, oh it has God. to be. Have you seen some of the wild ass predictions that like other folks have been making about like, what? like, like uh, I want to say like Tim Getty is that like kind of funny? It's like there's just going to be oh, no delays announced at like oh no I'll, I'll, <laughs> like no delays no delays and I'm like. Well, Bro. I'm sure they're not going to be. Able, they're not going to like put out a trailer like, "Hey, Bam, everyone, delay trailer." Yeah, we're proud to announce <laughs> it ain't coming out. <laughs> uh, no, Tim Getty's. I'll find him for his Final Fantasy shirts. Um, let's see. So, uh, well, I'm I'm trying to find a bingo app here. Bingo is a it's a it's a five by five grid with mm -hmm. one free space in the middle. So we need total of nineteen entries to make a bingo card. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm just yeah. getting a bunch That's of like, real awful yeah. mobile games. So you could just you could just like write down nineteen things. Yeah. That we yeah. I, I, that's what I think I'll just if do you so. divide nineteen by three you get 6.3333. Can our free space just be that Silk Song won't get a new trailer? <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, yes. God, could you imagine it. if... I the free like... space would be something that does happen. Or, or, oh, you said that it won't come out. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. The free space will say. Yeah. All right. Silk Song. Could you imagine, though, if Keely it. just doesn't know and there is, like, at one of these presentations? Yeah. <laughs> Silk Song trailer would be guess. fucking wild. Oh, man. No, well, I can't go down this okay. path. Okay, all right. Let's start here. Um... Michael, <clears throat> give me give me a, give a key me three a prediction. Key three prediction. Uh, I guess I'll go with something easy, like we just mentioned. Uh, Final Fantasy sixteen trailer. Okay, that's easy. That we just <laughs> well, I mean, well, it's. I think it's something that you can bet on because mm -hmm. Yoshi P has basically said, "Yo, the trailer is pretty much ready. We're just trying to find the right time to show it." Yeah, I, kind of what he said, I guess. Um, and I think this will be as good a time as any, especially if like it was about two months ago he said that. Um, but he also said that they're not going to show it until it's close to like launch or close to being ready to right. be shown. So maybe it is a little early, but I mean, I'm willing to bet that we'll get a new trailer for Final Fantasy 16. Oh, what if it comes out this year? Dog, that'd be fucking wild. There's no fucking way. We need it. We There's need a no game. We need some way. games. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like that 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 game has been being was has been worked on for quite a long time under, right. under the covers. Do you think we get that or we get Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two first? Oh, I think we get 16 first. We get first. 16 first. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I think so. I, I feel like <laughs> seven, seven parts, any 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 piece of seven remake, I feel like it's just this, it's kind of fallen into this Kingdom Hearts kind yeah. of esque. Of we can't get area. too far away from it. People are going to forget yeah, how to we play do, and like we, what we happened. We get one per like, console generation, right? Like, <laughs> oh man, I, I'd love that. I'd love to see that too. So yeah, one one space. I guess we'll put uh, Final Fantasy sixteen trailer. Okay. You know all right, all right. Jordan, what about you? I'm gonna I'm gonna do something like way more far out. That's like, sure. Uh, during Xbox uh conference, um. They're going to reveal a new first party game that's coming out uh, this year. Or maybe not a new one, but a first party game that's going to come out this year to replace 
oh, uh, Redfall like, and something Starfield. Something within there. Oh, like, for the holiday room. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're going to be like, we know Redfall's delayed, Starfield's delayed. So this is going to come out yeah, this at the end okay. of the year. Halo Infinite Co-op, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's going to be a full game, not expansion. Yeah, yeah. Sea okay. of Thieves 2. What, uh, wouldn't be part of the square, but what would you what would you want or what do you think it could be? Like, are you thinking like maybe like Forza, the new Forza Motorsport? Like, ah, surprise, Fable, it's done. I, like, it, no. There's no way it's Fable. It's Redfall and Starfield obviously off. Uh, Avowed is probably way no. far out. Um, State of Decay 3 is probably way far out, mm-hmm. but I would have wanted it to be that. So probably going to be Motorsport, but it has to be something... Is, yeah, are be. they still working on what it's called? Everwild? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, yeah. the whimsical nature yeah. thing. Yeah. Yes. That's rare. That's rare. The rare is working that's, on. That's also kind of been like they haven't that's done anything of that in a while. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe now's the time, though. I don't know. Maybe, have they already confirmed Senua's Sacrifice isn't happening? Oh, no. Year? They haven't. Oh, shit. I don't no. think they've said anything. That'd be but cool. I, think, yeah. I would love that. I think it's oh, probably still a ways out, but yeah. like. I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's some industry insiders such as uh, Jeffrey Grubb who probably know a lot more about this shit. (laughs) Oh man, we should have brought him on. Uh, (laughs) We're just we're just a couple guys being dudes. You're talking about video games. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, we know. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Got this rolling rock. You know what I'm saying? Turn up. (laughs) All right. um, Sure, we'll go with that, Jordan. Yeah, that. I think that's uh, that's a safe bet. I think that's an interesting. Yeah, I I agree. It is reportedly coming in 2022. Hey. So <laughs> it could be it could be Hellblade 2. Maybe. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be a good replacement. Yeah. Not as strong as like Redfall or Starfield, but it's a That shit that shit was the 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 key uh thing to show off when they announced the series X. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of I'm I'm sure folks are kind of expecting that, that yeah. to mm-hmm. to be seen at some point, right? You know. Do so. it Xbox. Do that in Forza Motorsport. Yeah, like whatever one, number it is. Yeah, like Forza can't stand on its. On, I don't think Forza can carry the uh, like a. Uh, it's not a system seller, mm-hmm. but it no. is a very good like. In addition to yeah, uh, yeah, kind of thing. It fills you know out your your absolutely your, your lineup really well. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm thinking here. I'm trying to. I mean, for like a safer one, I I'm predicting that I think we're gonna see. Um, the Dead Space remake at like something. Oh, sure. Um, I probably Summer Games Fest if I had to guess because okay. EA has already said like we're not, we're not doing. Yeah, it would have to be Summer Games Fest. Play, for but that that game's supposed to come out. Um, I think like January of next year. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping we get to see more of that. I also think we're gonna probably see Callisto Protocol. As well, which is no longer part of the PUBG nope. extended yeah. universe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck it's that weird. was about. No, like now that it's no longer a part of it, I desperately want to like talk to the team there and be like, "So what was the connection?" Like, <laughs> yeah, it's no longer canon, but it's like the, what the melee were you weapons originally... a frying pan. Like, yeah. that's the that's the connection. <laughs> it's like how were you going to like in like chapter eight? You were going to like go down this corridor and suddenly discover that like they you were, were cooking chicken here all yeah. along. <laughs> there was a chicken dinner, and it's two B and nine S costumes. 
Rose down there too. <laughs> the fuck? It's been a it's been a horror game like all this time, and all of a sudden you just fall out of a drop ship and you're yeah. in a battle royale. Yeah. Dude, I am so excited for that game. I hope that game is. Close cool. protocol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we you put know. that also on the bingo card because I feel like it has to show up. I feel pretty sure, confident because because yeah. uh, yeah. it was the Game Informer cover story. It was the Game Informer cover yeah. story. It's supposedly coming out this year. I yeah. think. I think it was, at least it was initially scheduled yeah. for this year. I don't know if it's still coming, but. And you know what? Like, dude, like that, the Dead Space remake, fighting it out. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, Sick. Now we got right. four. Yep. That's four right there. We got a lot to go through. We do. Um, we can also get weirder with it. We don't have to get, we can, we yeah, can, yeah. we can be like, uh-huh. oh, Jeff Keighley, uh, trips on stage. I was like, like, what <laughs> weird fucking shit is Devolver Digital going <laughs> to pull out of oh, their ass this year? They did. <laughs> They teased that they might be doing something, but right. I don't know what that means. They just like someone said like, "Hey, you guys doing anything?" And they were like, mm, "Maybe." Mm-hmm. So, okay, that's what's up. Uh, I would also uh, one of my things. Uh, let me let me do two things here. Ooh. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, we get no mm-hmm. ah shit. We see even more gameplay of Sonic Frontiers, and it looks like ass. I'm okay. sorry, Sonic that's fans. strong, but like, no, I I'm, I'm with sorry, you on this. Sonic fans, but <laughs> the initial like that you, do you doing blessing dirty, man? Like, ah, listen, he knows the deal. <laughs> Blessings picks this year have been that's a while, but like <laughs> the 30 seconds they initially showed in that game, I was like, you know what, this looks pretty good, and then they showed like the full like 10 minute <laughs> gameplay. I'm like, no, this is this looks. I'm so sorry, Square Enix, but this looks like for Square Spoken. Enix. Square Enix. <laughs> no, uh, I'm like, it looks like Forspoken, which also oh, looks yeah. bad. <laughs> oh, damn. You, you, you previewed Forspoken, right? I or, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, IGN had that, that screenshot of like, you know, Sonic like on yeah. the hill looking over and then you can like see <laughs> you can see like the obstacle course <laughs> floating yeah, squiggly just, rails. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 like, this fucking I, looks like a GTA yeah. online course in the sky yeah, yeah. or some shit. Some like track mania shit's happening yeah. all the way over there. <laughs> Yo, fucking Sonic track mania, dog. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't sound fire. Oh, y'all... like custom made. Yeah. Like, oh. And it's racing because like Dude. Sonic gotta go fast and put him on track. Mania now track. that is a, you know what I'm a, a that's a billion dollar idea yeah, right there. Yeah. That is hit up Ubisoft. They have the track mania license now. So. <laughs> Dude, Sonic running into just all the shitty dub stuff you can handle. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. God. I, I love track mania. Oh, me too. Uh, my second thing I want to add to that is that we get a we get an advertisement f- at some point. We get an advertisement for Final Fantasy 14, and they mentioned the free trial that you can one uh, unlimited playtime. You can play up to level 60. And oh, they, the, uh, did they bring back the free trial finally? Did yeah. they? Sure okay. Yeah. Okay. Fourteen ad with free trial. Yes. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Jordan. First thing that pops in your head. Come on. Yeah. It, um. It's one of those things where I'm like, Ubisoft has to announce something, but Ubisoft has just their hands in so many pies. I'm like, do I want to talk about their Star Wars game? Do I think that they're ready to at least yeah, announce the, the division? Three is going to be a thing eventually. Is it the fact that I don't know that they were working on a new Division service three. game, a new Assassin's Creed? Because there was the report that a new Assassin's Creed is coming, and it was going to fo- be smaller scale and focus on the social stealth again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just never heard anything else about it again. So I you feel like. This would be the opportunity to be like, hey, by the way, here's the new Assassin's Creed that's coming out right before we do Assassin's Creed Infinity. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I still sometimes embed the video of like you, Tam, and I. Like, were you in that one too? Talking what about Assassin's video? Creed Infinity. And how I wasn't in it. No, I, I think, think, think you. I think you I think, were because we were we were talking about how exhausted we were about it. And it's not even out it, yet. It was, it was a podcast like, breakout. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and it, <laughs> we were we were just talking about the fact it's like, yo, Assassin's Creed. Like they're coming out with these annual releases. I'm so tired. So the idea of an Assassin's Creed that's like, look, it just keeps evolving and keeps going. Fuck, like, <laughs> man. It's like, oh, we, you thought you thought annual releases was gonna bring you out. Wait until you get continual releases. No, I mean like I don't know. I think I think we see the new Assassin's Creed. Okay, uh, so you think there'll be an Assassin's Creed? Yeah, and then that's a that's a good one. I think that's more likely than <clears throat> Ubisoft Massive. I think is working on the new Star Wars. I don't think we're gonna hear no, about that. No, no, no. They not. just announced that, right? That's that was the, like a, it was uh, like a year ago. But it's been yeah, like it's been a, a while. Year. But like that seems like a very ambitious project because we didn't see anything of it. It's just like mm-hmm. bam, we're working on Star Wars. Dust out on that. Well, I think it depends on what they're doing. If they're just doing like, yo, it's just the division, but Star Wars, then like they might, witty, like I they mean, might be like, we actually are going through this much faster than you <laughs> anticipated. But yeah, just gotta swap some of these textures around. <laughs> I think I'm, think I'm, I'm, think I'm good off of a Division Three, by the way. So I'm tired of these math games. <laughs> division Three, get it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready for Algebra Two. <laughs> time to upgrade. Wow. It's time for the addition. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think like some just like because cause what I love about like an E3 is like I love those like E3-isms you get at like a press conference, but like you don't get that anymore because they're all like produced, you know? Yeah, they're like very produced mm-hmm. streams, Yeah, so. so like you're not going to get like you know, like ah, P. Heinz came out and he like ate shit on stage. Like, one, you're not gonna get Mr. Caffeine again, and no. two, you're not gonna get Todd Howard in a brown leather jacket with a, a video edited by Rob Hanley. Yeah, we still might I get mean, it. He might still. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, could. he could still have a jacket. Who do you think is gonna be like the like? For the past like couple of E3s, like there's always been, except for maybe 2021, I don't think it really happened there, but there's been like one person where it's like, and we're just going to meme the shit out of like this oh. one person showed up on stage. Like when Keanu Reeves was like, by the way, I'm in cyberpunk. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so right. the, the one, one presenter will be memed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll get one good, one good, one, one good, good presenter. Yeah. Meme. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's I like why that. Tokyo is going to be spooky. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. So cute. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a mean meme. Yeah. Like, you know, it could be like a someone goes viral. Wholesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. A viral viral meme will come out of this. Turns out Ghostwire Tokyo was not that spooky. No. No. Check out my review. Fanbyte.com. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they get to make a second one because uh, I think that game. I feel like I feel like it could be an evil within situation where like the second one is just like significantly stronger. Did not like evil within one and (laughs) will like shout to the high heavens about how underrated two is. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. I feel like Uh, how many we at now? Like uh, six, seven. Yeah, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We're at eight. Okay, so far is Nintendo even doing anything during this week? They haven't. I don't think, so. I don't think okay. they've said anything. So, so we don't have to do any Nintendo related. No, shit. they also kind of don't need to. Like we already know. Like they have the whole fall on lock. Like they've got yeah. Splatoon three. They got Splatoon. They've got Pokemon. <laughs> Um, there's a couple others. Uh, Z- uh, Zeno, Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles, Chronicles 3. 3 is the summer. September, yeah. I think. It's fucking wild how, like, 
they powerful the Nintendo's <laughs> like fall lineup is and like we aren't really talking about it all that much but like yeah, yeah. when like the like September through November period hits Nintendo's mm. like this is our time yeah like, <laughs> yeah, like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is, is a big deal like yeah. that's, that's that shit looks sick too and people love Splatoon yeah. like when they like really basically gutted Splatoon uh, 2 it was like shit that was um was all right. rough day. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm predicting Kojima's gonna show up at some point in Summer Games Fest. He's to not do gonna, what, John? No, no, no. He's not announcing anything. Then why he's would not, he be he's there? Because he's Jeff Keighley's best, best, best friend. But he'll do that for the Game Awards in December. You think he's gonna fly to California twice this year for random shit? He's gonna call in. He called in last year to do the director's cut announcement for. So I think he'll just call in and be like, "Hey, you're wild in with this guest." I mean, absolutely. We know they're working on something. I feel like that's a safe bet. Yeah. I'll let me bank off that and say we'll actually see a bit of Death Stranding too. Okay. You wild. It's a bingo card, you know. You gotta have a little fun. A little fun. A little fun. Yeah, you gotta give people a couple, you know, like wild cards in there. Yeah. Add yeah. this, add this too. I'll, I'll hand it over to yeah. you all afterwards. But also, we'll have a musical guest who has very little to nothing to do with video games. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, I'm trying to, because I, I, I was thinking about that. Like, all musical guests are like celebrity. I'm like, yeah, that's like too. It's too easy. Gotta have like something a little well, more. You know, you gotta gotta mix up your, yeah, your bingo okay, cards so a little bit. I'm not thinking of the game of wars. I'm like, hasn't there been like a musical guest at like the past two? It's like uh, Japanese breakfast. They had that was uh, lit, dude, though. Dude, they, had, uh, they had and they had Green Day before that. Uh, uh, Imagine Dragons. Oh yeah, for when Arcane came yeah. out in there. Uh, dude, they did wait. an Imagine Dragons uh, 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 super giant collab, That's and right, it was yeah. the weirdest shit. Yeah. It was so <laughs> weird because they were like, "All right, here's like two seconds of the Imagine Dragons guy singing." Um, uh, uh, you know, bring down that wall or whatever from uh, from Bastion, from Bastion. Yeah, yeah. and then they're like. All right, now we're just playing uh, the, Imagine, ar- the yeah. now we're just playing yeah. the arcade song. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. wait, wait, hold on. Do you, you like Imagine Dragons? No, Imagine Dragons. He's not. All right, I, just <laughs> I don't. I was mad. The the joke. Uh, the second me, time I use that joke. The, the, the joke me and Georgia always say is, uh, like, fuck, man, I can't believe Arcane uh, made me an Imagine Dragons fan. Uh, and then we we're like, oh, fuck, gross. I can't believe Imagine Dragons made me a League of Legends fan. Oh god, yeah. that's <laughs> terrible. What a what I know. a terrible way to live. I know, right? Yeah, don't do that. Anyway, uh, Netflix Geek Week. Hopefully, they show off Arcane Two. Oh, season. is that when you're? Was that when you're bingos? I could put that. Yeah, we could. We could include Netflix Geek Week as a part of mm-hmm. it. Cause, yeah, it's, you know, it's part. It's yeah, part. yeah. I'm gonna say it because they've they've already confirmed. Uh, like they're showing Sandman. They're showing um, uh, Cyberpunk. The uh, the Cyberpunk anime that Trigger's doing. Oh shit! That's, yeah, right. I forgot about that, dude. That might be the only good cyberpunk thing to come wow. out who knows dog <laughs> shit Damn, i actually just finished rewatching killer kill also but yeah they said they got some surprises and i'm like arcane second season come on you gotta, oh, yeah. they got at I least think, think, yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that'd be cool yeah I, I think they'll we might not actually like see anything but they'll be like arcane like season two 2023 yeah. or something yeah, like, like, like that. anything there's been yeah. a lot of shit about netflix and how they don't know what they're doing lately but like they gotta know that they got something special yeah. okay i like, just want to i want to see jace's big juicy pecs <laughs> god damn you know oh. what i'm saying damn jace dog that's my guy <laughs> <laughs> uh all right shit where are we at um oh 
do we think they're going to have a Silent Hill thing? Oh, I, was, I, was, I was actually going to think a Resident <laughs> Evil thing instead of a Silent Hill thing. Really? Fucking put them both. Okay, yeah. okay. We're going to see Bloober's... Well, you could put whatever Silent Hill. I was going to say, what, what, so, yeah, what specific Silent Hill... Do we just want to say a Silent Hill thing, or do we want to get specific? I think like, we got to be specific. Bloober's remaking a Silent Hill. Okay, yeah. And they're going to show it. Yeah, okay. And I know uh, some folks are very... Un- people, people are pissed. <laughs> unhappy about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> because every game that Bloober team makes, you either love it or you hate it. And there is just... No, no in between, between for yeah. any of their games. Yeah. So I feel like Observer was like the one thing that they did. Yeah, that was, that was like, like everyone was like, "Yo, that was yeah, that was pretty lit. Yeah. That was pretty good." Exactly. <laughs> and then like I didn't play Layers of Fear, but I've heard like some people really love it. And other people yeah. are like, "Eh, whatever." Yeah. And I know some people are like, "Layers of Fear is dope. Layers of Fear uh, Two is trash." And people who are like the exact opposite, they're like, "The second one is way better <laughs> than the first. And I'm like, "Yeah." I don't understand this studio. Mm. Like, yeah. <laughs> just no consistency. Well, I don't know. No consistency sounds like a perfect fit for the Silent Hill franchise. Honestly, hey. Hey, that's what the, but facts. <laughs> um, but no, I feel like Resident Evil like deserves yeah. an announcement this summer. Are, are I don't f- know for what. Like, it's way. It feels way too early to be like. By the way, Resident Evil Nine. Like, <laughs> do, you, do you think Village is going to get the PSVR treatment in a couple hours? <laughs> I don't oh, know. holy shit! That'd be sick. Come for uh, PSVR two you know launch title. I want it to get one so yeah. badly. And only if it's not in, lo- in the state of play, because I feel like you said yeah. the state of play is going to have some PSVR shit, right? Yeah. So I feel like they would yeah, show that. Yeah. Could you imagine that was the launch title for PSVR two, Resident Evil? That'd be Village, pretty. Dude, Village VR, yeah. you yeah. want to get me to get uh, VR? Like PSVR honestly, yeah. yeah. If you want me to no, buy your me. headset, yeah. it's kind of a seller, right? Uh, <laughs> that'd, that'd be a headset seller. That's <laughs> absolutely a headset seller. That'd you, should, be... you should watch uh, the 2016 hit video of Jean-Luc playing <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil Seven in VR. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was like my first major VR experience, and that was a, a hell of a fun time. Although I'll tell you, um, I got a Quest too, and I was playing the Resident Evil Four VR yeah. remake, uh-huh. and like that as a, just a VR experience <clears throat> is like ten times better because like they actually built oh, it from word. The, yeah, well, because uh, if you remember, like, 7, it's because it was like, oh, I got the PS Move controllers, and oh, I can't yeah. do much. So, like, the gun was basically just, like, stapled to your head, and you would, like, move around and shoot. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and it actually made, like, combat, like, crazy easy, because you could just, like, look and headshot people, like, left and right, and it was, it was fun. But as far as, like, the immersive experience, it doesn't do it. Yeah. Resident Evil 4, because they rebuilt it from the ground up, it's like, as Leon, you're, like, you can, like, you know pick up your gun, you're like manual reloading, you can dual wield in Resident Evil 4 now oh, shit. because of VR, so you could be like, I'm Leon S. Kennedy with like two revolvers like just <laughs> popping fools, and it feels amazing. Yeah, I saw Kurt playing yeah. a little bit. Mercenaries mode in VR uh-huh. is like the coolest thing ever, and it's oh, like shit. it's legitimately amazing. <laughs> so, if they do an 8 in, in VR, I kind of hope they like go do, all out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because I know, like, the controllers that they're going to have for the VR, uh, PSVR 2 are, like, more in line with, you know, kind of, like, the modern standards mm-hmm. of VR controllers. So they can actually do that. So it's just a matter of, like, A, is Capcom going to want to put in the work? Oh, or yeah. is Sony going to give them the money, you know? Yeah. So they'll I would it. love for them to do that. I would love for them to remake Code Veronica. They're not going to remake Code <laughs> Veronica. Code Veronica's but peak, <laughs> they, peak, peak old school Resident Evil. It one. is. They should remake it, though. I mean, they did two and they did three. I know they can want to make four. And I'm like, eh, Code I, Veronica's I guess. underrated. 
they they should they should do code veronica get steve back beloved resident evil character steve <laughs> steve yeah that's my guy well i mean like there's so many characters in like resident evil 3 that were like just random dipshits that no one cared about <laughs> like in the original game and then they're actually like like carlos is kind of cool <laughs> oh like, yeah yeah everyone's yeah. like oh carlos is hot we're all asleep on carlos <laughs> damn mm. what about uh what's that dude uh uh fucking what's his name Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Sandwich or oh Jill in, Sandwich? In, uh, no, not, not Jill in... Sandwich. Oh, Barry. Barry. No, not Barry. The in uh, Resident Evil Reverse, or is it Reverse? I don't fucking know what I'm talking. Is about. Is Reverse the multiplayer one? Yeah, there's a just character never with oh, his last name is Sandwich or something. Oh, shit. really? I had no I idea. Just, <laughs> I just never played that no. game. Am I tripping, Doc? I'm I'm so. I mean, disconnected. you could be completely right. I have no idea. I am. I am so disconnected from the rest of the industry since I've since uh, you no, know what you, I'm saying. No, you might be right. What's it called? I know the, I'm right. Well, sandwich, Resident, search Resident Evil sandwich. Okay, I'm probably just gonna something get, you should not eat. <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm just getting Jill memes. I'm not getting any. <sighs> There's someone with the last name Sandwich. Uh, I swear to God. Uh, I don't. I, someone yeah. tell someone tell me. All right, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> anyway, how many how many bingo shits do we got? <laughs> Let's see. We got one, two. Listen, three. these rolling rocks is hitting. These mountain dudes. Yeah, fourteen, I think. Okay, fourteen. So we need five more. Five more. Five more. Okay. Uh, Do you think anyone's gonna announce an acquisition? I don't don't, don't think that's something you do at like a games fest, though. That's true. That that would have been an E3 thing. I mean, unless Xbox was like, by the way, Xbox is done. (laughs) They they will. They announce acquisitions at their stuff. We own Capcom now. Resident (laughs) Evil is an Xbox first party. I think (laughs) if I was Xbox, though, I would slow down because they've they've been acquiring stuff for many years and haven't actually been like putting out the games Mm -hmm. quite yet to like the degree I think people want. So like, if I was them, I'd be like, maybe we should like. Put a few games yeah. out before we. Which is why I really want them to put out something like Hellblade because I'm like, you gotta start being like, hey, all these studios we owned, like they're gonna they're gonna give you stuff. They're gonna start giving us stuff, right? Hey. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always a hard thing to do, also, because like games take so much time, mm-hmm. and like acquisitions really throw a wrench in. I mean, we know about acquisitions. Oh yeah, you, yeah. Restructuring. Oh, you yeah. gotta learn how Outlook works. Like, oh, yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's just a nightmare. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone's like, I'm quitting. This, uh, this yeah, ain't worth it. That was. Yeah. I still don't even really know how to use Outlook. And every time I go into my personal email, which is just Gmail, I'm just using it. I'm like, listen, times were simpler. There listen. was there was a period of life where time just listen. simpler. Look, 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 listen, <laughs> GameSpot implemented Outlook. About ten people left. Open your third eye. <laughs> Do the math. You know what? Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, okay, I'm gonna put down studio acquisition because I think that's a that's an interesting. I just one. don't know okay, who. Sure. It, I just don't know. Who would it yeah, be? I, I don't I, know. I, if I, it'll uh, for a bingo card, I think it's a little too, a little too hard to be like this motherfucker is gonna acquire this Ex- studio. Yes, yeah. exactly. I think just a nice safe. Yeah. Someone's gonna get acquired. Someone's money. Gonna... Money's getting thrown around. Oh god. Um, Jeff Keighley wears some wild ass custom made sneakers. I feel okay. Like I feel like it's an easy one though. Mm. Yeah, Jordans, we, though. we need to get a we need to get a little mm-hmm. a little, little spicier, a little spicier. A little spicier. Yeah. Oh, what's what's a little spicy? <clears throat> oh shit! Is there any like crazy indie game that like a lot of people are looking forward to? Delta Rune Chapter Three, Four, and Five. <laughs> that would be fucking. Toby Fox wild. comes on stage. <laughs> 
Toby Fox makes well, his first public well, appearance. Doing, while I've been doing music for Pokemon on the side, I've finished Deltarune. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I will fuck. I will. Oh, I'll be shitting and crying. I totally forgot that Deltarune technically isn't finished. Yeah. <laughs> I there's never like, finished, dog. there's more. There's five whole ass chapters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, God. Um, chapter two was so good. New Super Giant game? Oh, Yo, okay, sure. Even if it's you know, just yeah. a tease it's kind of a, it's or something, kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a kind of a hail mary. But I think that's no, I, li- I like it. Yeah, I like. Where that. do you think they're gonna go next? Like this doesn't have to be on the bingo card, but like considering how like they've done wild, like yeah. each time they shift like genre. Like, you mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. genre and like theme. Like I guess they kind of like stay in the world of fantasy, almost like mythology, isometric but... action. I mean, Transistor was pretty far future. That is true. God, Transistor is sick. Uh, Transistor is probably my favorite of their soundtracks. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Oh, absolutely. I listen yeah. to that soundtrack all the yeah. time. I don't know. I don't know. Hades soundtrack was pretty good. I mean, Hades soundtrack yeah, is awesome. No, it's also <laughs> extremely good. I mean, well, it turns out all their soundtracks are totally fucking good. Fair. It's yeah. like all their voice acting, all their soundtracks, all their visuals. Darren like, Cobb, man. The dude is putting in the work. Yeah. Um, they don't miss. I don't. Uh, yeah, they, they really don't. I don't know what they would do from uh, after... I mean, like you, I, it's like they're going to do a first-person shooter next. Well, that, or that's kind of what that I shit. like about them. Is I like I have no <laughs> idea what to yeah. expect. Right? Who the fuck thought they were going to make a fucking sports game I after know. Transistor? Yeah, it's going to make you cry. Actually, actually a good one. Game. Yeah, like that's good. <laughs> yeah, fucking Dunkin' Orbs and shit. That yeah. shit was sick. And then they were followed up by like we're making a roguelike. And you're like, yeah, and everyone was like a roguelike. What? And then it came out like bam, gave me the year materials, motherfucker. Because like we're going to do a roguelike. It's like oh, I guess this is going to be the first one they do where like there's not going to be any story because you can't really put like an engaging narrative out, in right? yeah, I think the only thing we can probably predict is like it's probably going to be a little horny you know yeah. oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Super, uh, super giant they're all like they've they're, they're slowly so been mm-hmm. like getting to that place where I feel like each game just gets like a little, a little, little bit hornier a little yeah. bit hornier you know yeah I feel like they're good at subtlety also oh, yeah. that, that, just the next one just a full on dating sim yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be sick. Yes. Oh, okay. Let's let's go with that. There's okay. gonna be a dating sim element to it. They're gonna Honestly, get into the, they're getting to the space I of social sim. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, okay. I, I think the thing about like Supergiant, persona like yeah. style, yeah. Because the thing about Supergiant is like their next game does it's very different, but it builds off of the previous game. Mm-hmm. That's and so, true. And so the thing with like Hades is like you have all those people in hell that you talk to, you return to them, new dialogue options, new story stuff opens up. Now they go in on that direction. Because yeah, they know people love it. Yes. And they want Fuck, more you're of convincing that. me. You're you know convincing me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You're here yes. first. <laughs> <laughs> Greg is just listening to this, Ooh. ripping some papers up like, ah, yeah. damn it. Ah, shit, they figured it out. God damn it. <laughs> I will not be predictable. <laughs> Listen, bro, you worked here maybe 20 years ago, but we still tapped in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, right. uh, yeah. yeah we got go. like, what, four more left? Yep. Yeah. Alright, so we're gonna say new super giant game, and then I'll put in my parentheses like if it's a dating sim, like you just you immediately you uh, um, yeah, immediately you, win. You just win immediately, yeah. yeah. But also Everybody super wins. giant, if you're doing this, like sign me up immediately yeah. for interviews because <laughs> like <laughs> I'll be yeah. there. Yeah, Listen. I'll pay. I'll pay for my own plane ticket. Like I'll come to you. <laughs> they are uh, based in the Bay Area, yeah. <laughs> so like uh, I don't know what plane you're getting on. <laughs> Plane just goes up, turns right back yeah, around. I'm, I'm saying, like for summer games fest, we just get a reveal. Like while I'm midair, I'm like, shit, just turn this plane around, dog. Like I'm going yeah, back. Yeah, <laughs> doing doing super giants. So, yeah, that's sick. That'd be dope. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Um, 
bold statements. Now, damn, now that's the thing about these predictions. Like you start making up ideas, like, oh, this studio is probably gonna do this. Mm-hmm. And you come up with a good idea and then you get sad. And then you get real and sad that it doesn't happen. Like, oh, I, I have myself on some fake <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm at least happy that's like, God, I, I keep forgetting it. It's like, what is it's the it's the studio that has uh, several like ex Bioware devs and specifically uh, Mass Effect and Dragon Age folks. And it's like a musical RPG. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, where it's the fuck are you're, you talking it's, about? It's, it's it's basically something where it's like, oh, it's gonna be a musical. Like a lot of the stuff is like music based, and so the choices you make will determine like how the songs will. Wait, what evolve. are you what are you talking about? I'm trying to remember that like Laura Bailey's in it. Like she's one of what the, the f- yeah. It sounds like, insane. Yes. Have I never heard of this? No, no, no. <laughs> I am so tapped out of the. I, wow, like, I am. I'm not crazy. I am washed it's, up uh, when it comes to keeping up with the industry. Uh, it is... Bioware is making a musical RPG. Well, it's not Bioware. It's like... Or X-Bio, yeah. Uh, Stray Gods, the role-playing musical. I have never heard never of it. By Summerfall Studios. Um, yeah, and... They're like, look, it's going to be hella gay. Like, hella... Okay, uh, sure. A bunch of, like, people of color in it uh lots of like good vocal talent that are also like good at singing oh, i think i know what you're talking about yeah. i remember this this was revealed not too long ago yeah i think like, within, I, th- like, I, think it, I think it was year. two game awards yeah. ago oh, and okay. we just like haven't really heard anything I know exactly about what it about. i remember like, since yeah, yeah yeah and i've been like yo like an rpg yes. of like and like Mass Effect caliber, but it's like based around music. Like the idea yeah. that your choices are influencing what music you get. So you could replay the game and get like the same song, but like the words are slightly different Whoa. and explores like different themes and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, like I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but they're like the music's going to evolve, like depending on your choices. I'm like, I want to play that you're, shit. You're doing this thing. <laughs> like, you're, you're making up shit in your head. And when, you don't, when you don't get it, you're going to be sad. But, no, that's cool. I, I forgot about that. And yeah. I, I do remember uh, seeing that. And I think it looked, it looked pretty sick. It was like mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah I, I like the idea behind this, but I want to see like what actually pans out to be. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. All right. A few more left. Microsoft announces the next Yakuza game. Microsoft announces? Well, well, well they announce it at, at the Xbox Oh, it's good. It's, yeah, yeah, it's going to be. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was a weird way oh, to phrase oh, that. No, no, no. I, I guess they, that, that's not too far. That, they've been having yeah, that partnership yeah. with them. They've been really good about it. They've been like a Dragon that, was yeah. Series X launch. Kind yeah, of it's on title. Game Pass now. And they, they, you know, they make a big deal out, about, out of that. So Now, here's the okay. interesting thing. It doesn't have to be a part of the bingo. But for Yakuza, do they be like, okay, we have this new pr- protagonist. So this new Yakuza will be a sequel to like a dragon or yeah. do they like we actually like the idea of yakuza exploring different family units and it's like brand new protagonists oh, yeah new no, cast no, of characters they wouldn't do that they're I, definitely going to keep with ijiban i mean i think it'd be a cool if eventually they kind of went like a four route again and just be like hey we got like a bunch of different oh, characters yeah. but also like ichiban still there but i think that'd be cool yeah. i think for the next one they will probably stick with ichiban mm-hmm yeah, exclusively I, I, I for a hot minute. I feel like my previous conversations with them post uh, like a dragon indicated that they're like, yeah, this is this is our guy mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. This is our guy. Yeah. So great protagonist, great cast of characters. I should really go yeah. back and finish that game yeah, at some yeah, point. You should. But it's fucking long. <laughs> Shit. It's very long. It's very long. <laughs> and it's pretty hard. And there's oh, that point. point at chapter without, 13. Like, 
the that part where you have to like, make all the money. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, come on, y'all. Dog, I was you should have <laughs> during QA testing known this was going to be a problem. Here, here's, I, like, the, here's the thing, though. <laughs> at that point, I had already maxed out the the, uh, the business the side. Bu- the yeah. business Listen, John Luke, some of us were like, trying to streamline the game in response to like, game of the year discussions. Well, it's so, so funny because they're like, Ichiban, we need you to make three million yen. And he's like, oh, shit, I don't know. Do this, and I'm like, dog, just go walk over to your business and just be like, hi, Cash three out. million a meat. Because when you get to the top, you literally get you have a C suite. Th- you get three million every time you do yeah. something. So it's just like you are loaded. Yeah, yeah I, was I was like, I, all right, I, whatever. Like <laughs> when I was reviewing the game for GameSpot, and um, I, I beat that game in like four or five days. Um, and I remember hitting that point because it was like I think it was like the it was the day three night. Mm-hmm. The night of day three reviewing Yakuza. And I was like, oh, shit, dog. Like, I think I'm going to hit a wall. I don't know if I'm going to meet embargo. Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, powered through the the business minigame. Because I had touched the business minigame. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'll come back to it mm-hmm. later. And I was like, I because ho- I didn't know how much money that was that minigame was going to yield at the time. I was like, this minigame better fucking pay off. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it did. It's all like, yeah, hell yeah, let's go. Oh, man. That'd be sick. I, I, just, I just need to get over the hump of... That and yeah. then I can I can finish it. Well, but it's just I mean that, that, that's what you think. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean yeah. Then you got like ten hours worth of cutscenes still. Yeah. But I'm like that's getting through uh, ten hours of cutscenes is one thing. Just like yeah. being hitting a wall where it's like, by the way, you need to make a yeah, shit ton of money. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like a, a weird level gate. It Man, is. I guess the story is just over for me now. <laughs> At this point, don't do it. Yeah. Like a Dragon is one of the best games in recent memory. Yeah, and the soundtrack. Oh my yeah. god, that soundtrack is so good. Dog, when when you when you get into a fight in Sotenbori for mm. the first time, you're like, oh shit, we're back in Sotenbori, baby. It's like one of the few games in recent memory where um, a battle theme like had like a bass drop. And I was like unironically just yeah. like hell into it. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, what a perfect game to like come out around this time where it's like, yo, adult friendships are sometimes hard, but they're fucking crucial. And I'm like, mm-hmm. man, if this game had come out like oh, ten yeah. years earlier yeah. and I was like a teenager, I've been like, I don't know. I yeah. guess. I'm but I'm like the pl- fact that this game is hitting its like late twenties, like early thirties folks, people are like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This game hit different. It's like we're not running all fucking anime boys and girls in high school anymore. It's yeah, like it's, no, it's, we're adults who are broke as shit. Yeah. But still very anime. It's, it's Absolutely. Kinda, yeah, in a way that I'm just like, Yes. Yeah. Keeping that course. alive. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh what do we need more? I don't know. How many more uh, do I don't know. Let's just get a couple more in there. I do um, at Summer Games Fest. Yeah, that'd be Do you think We'll get like a like an Elden Ring DLC announcement, huh? Yes, I don't I think have so. they confirmed if they're doing DLC for. They it? have not confirmed, but I mean, like Nor with the denied. exception, with the exception of Sekiro, hasn't all of the uh, Soulsborne games have gotten DLC. at all, least one DLC yes, expansion? They have all gotten DLC. Damn, Sekiro and, never got DLC. No, it got like yeah. a boss rush mode uh, and some yeah. other stuff, which was Shit. legitimately good and like great additions, but it never got a proper DLC, which but bummed to, me out. Because, but to Sekiro's credit, it's one of the ones that's like, look, the story is wrapped up at the end. Depends kinda. on what ending. They the, <laughs> One of the endings, which I think is like the canon ending, like sets up, gives you some like real good sequel bait that I'm well, like, yeah. let's go. Yes, please. Shadows Do you imagine if they, if they make another Sekiro? I, I really hope they do. Sekiro, but also, I people have been still... asking for a Bloodborne 2 for ages. And but like... I think Bloodborne <laughs> has a... Um, 
it ended in a way where I'm like, you don't need to make another one. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need a Bloodborne two. I just need mm-hmm. Bloodborne to not run like ass on my PlayStation. Yeah. Like, okay. that's all I want. There you go. Bloodborne remastered finally coming to PC. How about yeah. that prediction? Okay, okay, we'll throw that it's in there. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's definitely not. Uh, but, but you know, gotta be that's a little our spicy. wild card. Okay, yeah. gotta be spicy. But, uh, yeah, an Elden Ring, an Elden Ring DLC would be really good, especially considering I've reached the point in Elden Ring where like I just kind of have to grind to keep going because there's like eventually it's like oh you can go anywhere but it's like well technically at some point you've gone to enough places that you can't go anywhere anymore Mm -hmm. but i'm like oh if there was a new location i could go to that i could just play for a bit Mm -hmm. and level up some more and then come back to the main campaign and finish it that would be dope but we'll see we'll see i feel you sick i mean we need one more that's 19 19? why why, why don't we just throw in one more Mm. People, so you know when people build it they can Shik Hydrobot comes back <laughs> um, man. man it's a shame that Nintendo's not going to be there because I would have been like look it is time show us Metroid Prime 4 you motherfuckers oh that game's not real <sighs> that Jordan. game doesn't exist Jordan. listen Jordan. listen listen <laughs> if, you, if you don't get if you don't get Silk Song I don't get Metroid Prime 4 that's the deal all right? <laughs> that's the deal <laughs> Yo, what if they announce Fantasy Star in line three? <laughs> no. I would fucking <laughs> lose. Fantasy Star in line three? Yeah, I would nah, fucking they, they did lose that whole my shit. Re, re, yeah, New Genesis. Uh, New Genesis and, and yeah. like... It's pretty, it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. doing well, I think. Oh, okay, that's good. It's not, I, it's not amazing, but it's okay. It's something, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's just like some of the stuff where it's like... They just today... The buyer is like... Hey, you guys want Dragon Age? Here's the name. All right, bye. And I was like, <laughs> <"Zap."> <laughs> peace. Oh. That's so weird. Unless they have got like, they got to have something else up their sleeve though. Like revealing the name is maybe the precursor to something bigger than the show. I don't know, man. Oh, the, cor- the whole way they've been like revealing that game, like it's been for, weird, huh? It's, it's, for years, it's like, hey, uh, yeah, we're working on a new Dragon Age. I guess I don't know. Next year comes by. Hey, here's behind the scenes of like us on computers, and here's like I don't know a concept <laughs> art. It's a Dragon Age game, and you're like, cool. Next year comes by. Here's a concept teaser with Varric talking that says, "Yup, it's real. It's Dragon Age," and I'm like, okay. And then, and then this year they're like, "You ready?" And I'm like, "Yep." And they're like, "Here's the name," and I'm like, "I don't fucking care. Just show me the goddamn <laughs> I, game." Or I think not. they've <laughs> learned from Anthem. They've learned that like if they overhype a game, they better like bring a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 uh, sure. game. I think I think it's one of those things where it's like, I think Dragon Age 4 is a bit further along than they're, they're going to say, and they could, if they wanted to, show a trailer. But they're like, look, we saw what happened to Cyberpunk. We are not doing that to either I mean, Mass fair, Effect fair. or Dragon Age. Yeah. So <laughs> and The problem is just like, they kind of already like messed up by like revealing it all too early. I yeah. Think. Um, which like, yeah, I get because you know people keep asking you about it. Mm-hmm. It's like the Elder Scrolls Six thing where they're like, "Y'all don't shut up about Elder Scrolls Six." So like, here, it's mm-hmm. real. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but also, we have to do Starfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be wild if they announced the official name for Mass Effect Five as well. It's like that's our big reveals for uh, Summer Game Fest. You know what, Jordan? Here's Dragon Age Four's title, and here's Mass Effect Five. You know, you title. know, you know how you can detect. The, you know. <laughs> You know how you can detect a true Mass Effect Andromeda fan is if they call the new Mass Effect Mass <laughs> yeah. Effect 5. <laughs> you, uh, at Fanbyte, you guys have some real ones because yeah. I see yeah. you motherfuckers being Yo, like... Yo, shouts out to Ken Shepard. <laughs> Ken Shepard's a fucking real one. Everything Ken Shepard publishes 
is fire. And one thing included is respect on Andromeda. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember, uh, I think one of our articles was like, Mass Effect, what we're looking for in Mass Effect yeah. 4. And I remember being like, uh, is that like a typo? Because technically, wouldn't it be 5? Yeah. And everyone's just like, like no one knows we recently also did a uh like everything you know about the new mass effect and it was like mass effect 4 and i just like typed as the i wasn't even qaing it like the only note i left was like bold choice to just assume that mass effect andromeda doesn't yeah. exist i assume well i i should know this it's fucking if it, that's an seo thing if like that's what everyone's searching oh, i think mass yeah, effect no, 4 it, is it, more popular i'm than sure mass that's effect what 5. it is it's just well, more like google yeah eat my ass yeah, exactly <laughs> Sick. So get your bingo cards ready. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big watch. Old like none list. of the shit. No one wins. <laughs> Nobody wins because all our predictions are ass. Well, that was fun though. Yeah. That's yeah. Fun. Yeah. That was good. Uh, let's see. We've been going for about um, almost fifty minutes here. Uh, we're gonna keep this one a little bit shorter because we also got that interview. But uh, let's talk about what we've been doing. Dog. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, what have you been up to? What's Anime, been... video games. Uh, oh. Final Fantasy XIV patch 6.15 is coming out uh, a week from on Tuesday, June 7th, which is after the recording of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Y'all should check it. Y'all should go to thelinkshell.com Ooh. or fanby.com slash FFXIV uh, and check out all our coverage. We're going, uh, of course, like that's what I do. I cover Final Fantasy XIV and we have that new update. There's a lot of shit in that update too I'm excited about. A um, bunch of side quests, a bunch of new content. So if y'all are Final Fantasy fourteen players, make sure uh, you hit me up mm-hmm. specifically at Michael P. Hyam <laughs> on Twitter or at link sh- at Linkshell FFXIV on Twitter and keep up with all our stuff yeah. because we are going motherfucking ham on that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's exciting. Uh, fourteen never dies. Always some popping. <laughs> um, I haven't played the game in a while though. <laughs> like uh, it's just it's one of those things where it's like this is my job to cover the game. So mm-hmm. like, anything I do on my free time is not is oh, yeah. not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Like to be honest, it kinda sucks that I feel that way, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but so yeah. you say that four fourteen will never die. Do you think though that like die. one day they're going to be like we have the ideal conclusion and we're gonna write this conclusion? No, because that shit prints money, dog. Yeah, but like but at also, some, they at did some conclude point, that now they're making a new story, right? Or, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Them, so. it's kind of like we've we've they they've been building this story arc for for a decade, and now it's like, hey, that story arc is done. Now we're going to do go in a completely a new one. Direction. Yeah, it's like every live Another service years, game maybe. eventually falls. It's like the sure. sad truth of the world. So, Let's do you see. think that it just uh, one day abruptly ends, like servers close, or do no, you think it's like no? Here's the conclusion of the game, and then like a year later. Servers close. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen, Final Fantasy XI is still going on. Final Fantasy XI has is celebrating its twentieth year, twentieth anniversary this year, and um, they've they've been supporting the game for a long time. It's not a lot of people, but they've been supporting it. And I don't see fourteen. I see fourteen going on a lot longer than twenty. How, years. But how, how long did they stop like doing like major content updates for eleven? For eleven, I yeah. think it was maybe two last year. Oh, really? Wow. Um, like major content updates. Yeah, like, I'm thinking uh, like a big old like you know like proper like expansions. a story expansion. I know this or I can't recall right now, but like they're they're still supporting that. Yeah. So and like 14 is the hey. biggest. 14 is keeping Square Enix afloat for sure. Well. And I mean, oh, 100. You know, but weirder things have happened. Like they're doing that new expansion for Old Republic, and I was like, what? Yeah. Y'all still making stuff for that game? Like yeah, that's old, crazy. Yeah. Ten oh, years so, later. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, 14 is is still popping. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm 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 your boy. Uh, other than that, though, Spy Family. Have y'all talked about Spy Family on this podcast? Yes, yeah. Yeah. so okay. good. Right. So it's I'm so on that. fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so on good. that wave. Um, I've been on. Yeah, like I said I'm rewatching Kill a Kill. Mm-hmm. Um, rewatching Death Note. Nice. Death Note is wow. fucking wild. Dude, I love Death Note because <laughs> yeah. you you watch Death Note when you're like when you're like fourteen, fifteen, or eighteen. Yeah, yeah, and eighteen. You're like, yeah, this is so edgy. This is so dark. <laughs> this is so cool. I'm watching it out like, yo, this shit is fucking wild. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like if you gave someone a book <laughs> that they could just kill people. <laughs> oh my god. There's something about like that mid two thousands era, like edgy anime mm-hmm. that yeah. I just I love it so much. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, put that in me. Like I've, I've been watching. A, I just finished the first season of Psychopaths. And it's kind of oh, got, wait, it's got that same, I, it's, I it's just, got that same energy. I, yeah, yeah I, I just finished Psychopaths like Ooh, last week. Psychopaths, underrated music score like that. Oh, absolutely. That, that yo. anime's music. Oh, yo, yeah. Wait, 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 when, uh, whenever, whenever the um, the uh, was it the fucking the 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 the, the gun. What do they call the guns? The the what? dominator. Dominators. Yeah. yeah. Whenever yeah. whenever the dominators get deployed, oh, yeah. you hear that like Western guitar. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I don't know if y'all watched like up to season three. So. No, I just finished season one. Okay, like two so, days ago. Okay, so season one. Yeah, I, I just recently like I finished season one a while ago. And then I, uh, and then people said, people usually say like, "Oh, just watch season one, don't care about the other ones." I went back and just like, oh, "I'm just gonna watch it season two because I want to know more about this mm-hmm. one." So I, sure. I watched through season two. It's whatever, um, but I think it's a like, if, but see, season three I think is very different, but it's 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 very good for different reasons. Okay, mm-hmm. and cool. so I think I think it's worth going through season two so you can get to, to get season, to season three. Yeah, season three, three. Uh, they it, it it takes on a different tone. It's more of like a procedural. Uh, at first, right, and, and then it goes go kind of goes back into the action, but it's not as like Psychopath season one is very dark. Oh yeah, that that shit is fucked up. That Capital, one it, like really goes places. Yo, I, mm-hmm. I've said this many times that because Tam recommended Psych- Tam loves Psychopath. He recommended it to me, so that's why I started watching it. Same, and I would watch an episode of Psychopath like in the morning, like back in back like two years ago. I was like, you know, I'm gonna watch an episode every morning. Like before I work, was, yeah, bro. before work, yeah, no, that's that's, my, that's that's the mistake I made because like psychopaths really upset me. Like that that shit needs a better content. Like warning. just the first episode, mm, yeah. like is it, it, oh, the man. dog that yeah. that shit is brutal. So if you are gonna watch it, like you should know that that shit. Yeah, like, capital mm-hmm. F fucked up. Yes, um, but I think it's a uh, it's worth watching. It's worth trying. Uh, but I think like season three, what I was gonna say is. Uh, like it takes on more of procedural tone, a little bit more like action anime, but I still still think it's good. I still think it's worth okay. worth checking out. Uh, they introduce the thing I like about Psychopaths is that they introduce, they funnel in new characters at the forefront with the old characters kind of taking a backseat, and I think it's a really clever way to keep things fresh. So it's mm-hmm. not like we're banking on the same characters over and over again. Kind of goes through the cycle. So when you get to season three, it has a new protagonist, and they're really good. They're like really really cool. Oh, okay, uh, cool, cool. Um, I won't say that Psychopath has like a very good message behind it, though. <laughs> like it, it's, uh, I think yeah. you, you get to that. You, well, season one does have very pro- provocative themes to think it does, about. It does, but I think it kind of devolves into. I don't want to spoil anything, but it just kind of, it just kind of accepts things for what they are without challenging it. I, I was kind of getting some uh, lost judgment vibes. Oh yeah, yeah. From actually, it, now where you it's it. a little like a like. Isn't the system messed up? Like, yeah, and the best way to fix it is to work, work within, within work the system. Within and I and I'm sitting there being like, 
Not really. Yeah, like at the end of the, you know, like I'm kind of with the villain where it's like, nah, man. Yeah, I got like, fucked shit up. The villain's just like, burn. we should just tear it all down. Yeah, you don't like, realize how yeah. fucked up all of this yeah, is. I'm kinda, yeah, I'm kind of with him. Like, <laughs> It's like, yeah, he, he may, I don't know, you like. I can't argue with it. Yeah, it's so I, I think it kind of, it puts that stuff aside, which is That's, that's, that's kind of disappointing. I, I was sort of anticipating that just based on, yeah. 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 It's but a, I think it's still, it's still fun. It's still a good watch. That's what I'll say. Uh, so yeah, lot, lots of anime, lots of Kill a Kill, Death, Death Note. Death Note, fucking, hell yeah. Yo, Death Note is so funny. Like, Death Note's hilarious. Yeah, because like I said, like when you're younger, it's like, oh, this is so edgy and shit. And then you watch it now and you're like, this shit is so fucking, this is this shit's fucked up too. <laughs> <Have> you, <laughs> I guess I'll do a TikTok later. It's like, uh, people do like the funniest Death Note TikToks, but it's one where like, um, uh, Light is playing like Angry Birds. And, and, <laughs> and he's like talking with L, and he's like, Oh, I ran out. He's like, oh, should I spend the money? And then he's just like, wait, if I, if I spend the money, like it basically devolves into like, he'll know I'm Kira if I spend the money yeah. to like buy these extra pigs. Like, and he, <laughs> he's like, but if he doesn't spend the money, that's something that L would never do or yeah. Light would never do, which means he's definitely Kira. And yeah. you're like, ah, that's, that's, that's so funny. Yeah, but like, yeah that's how it's like, yo, the, the, the writing in Death Note is so sharp when mm-hmm, I look mm-hmm. back and like, Dog, they're playing this this cat and mouse game. It's fucking, yeah. it's wild. Yeah. yeah, it's really good when I, I look back on. It. But yeah. Isn't it so weird that there's things like Psychopaths and Death Note that's like, oh yeah, this like this was super popular like mm-hmm. ten years ago, mm-hmm. and it's still like pretty popular. And I'm like just looking at all the anime that comes out today. I'm like maybe it's just because so much of it comes out today, but there's nothing that like hits in a way where I'm like. Yo, I bet I'll like still be watching this like ten yeah. years from now. I don't know. I don't know if, like I love Spy Family. I love it so much, but I don't see it as being like this thing that it's like, oh, it's going to be like Death Note, where it's like going to be this cultural milestone for anime fans. Yeah. Like, I think it's just more like the landscape. Like, it's easier just to find your niche and find mm-hmm. what you're looking for. It's not quite like, because back then it was like, you didn't get that much anime here. That's so true. it's like Death Note was like a big deal. Yeah. It's like, oh, we mm-hmm. got Death Note. We got Full Metal Alchemist. We got, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I watch whatever. Maybe the stuff that comes out today, like, Maybe I'm just not looking in the right places, but yeah, maybe. I feel like a lot of the stuff we get nowadays aren't as provocative, I guess. Because like, I don't yeah, know, yeah, you're trying to be like edgy, definitely, yeah. definitely not trying to be as edgy yeah. in the way. I mean, maybe not even stuff, like but. edgy, but like, like to Michael's point, there's nothing that's like really trying to break the mold in a way where it's like, yo, we're gonna make you feel uncomfortable, like a little oh, bit. Oh, sure. To, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I was watching like. Uh, we get a lot of isekai, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, we do get a lot. Yeah, you do get a lot of that kind of stuff. I mean, I was watching like you know, um, uh, Helsing Ultimate. I talked mm-hmm. about on the podcast, and like, it's like kind of like pretty trashy at spots, and it's I wouldn't say it's like provocative in a message way, the same way like uh, like a you know Death Note or um, Psychopaths is. It's just like hella fucking violent, like disturbingly oh, sure, yeah. super fucked up. Like, you know, like. Like there, there was just Nazis in that show with like swastikas, and they're just like straight up like, in a way that you're just like, you would not do this yeah. today. Yeah. Like uh-huh. it's just like we don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like so and many like, people watching anime today, including like five year old kids. You gotta hide this. Like from them. there is some really <laughs> disturbing shit in that show uh-huh. in a way that's just like really trashy, and you're like, super content warning. But you're also just like, ah oh, man, I kind of like respect that they just like went all in on yeah. it in a way that you're just yeah, like I guess probably can't do it I mean eh, you know even something like kill a kill man which is wild to think that that's about to be 10 years old wow but really 
because I think it, it came out 2013, right? Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah, right. Yeah, oh, so um, yeah, that should that 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 should like I'm not like, sure. I'm like, would that was a big moment too? I remember like yeah, everyone was talking. Everyone about was it. talking about it, and I just remember being in. I remember being in college and being like, what what is this? And then just like watching. Because I didn't start watching it until it had been like 12 or 13 episodes in. Mm. And I just remember like watching the first two episodes like, I'm like, fuck, I'm just, I'm hooked on this shit. And just <laughs> binging up to it. I'm like, and now I got to wait. Now I got to wait uh. for all the episodes to come out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, what a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anime, anime <laughs> sick. Listen, uh, and if like, if y'all, got, if y'all listening got some recommendations for, for things mm. we're missing. Um, pff, shit, hit us up. Have you, have you watched uh, Kaguya-sama, Love is War? Nope. Um, that shit is funny. It's as really fuck. funny. It's, <laughs> oh it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a uh, okay. uh, super eye patch wolf has described it as a non battle battle anime, which I think yeah, is a great way to describe it. it. Where <laughs> it's like, didn't you review the movie, Jordan? Like, uh, wait, there was a movie, no. or you did like a preview or something? I did. I feel like I, 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 think, I, I, I think I did a preview of like one of its episodes. Okay, because uh, at like Anime Expo, it was like, here's the uh, new episodes for the new season of My Hero and the new episodes of. Yeah, like, so, I swear no. I edited something that was a Kaguya Sama. Yeah. I, I I did put it the I th- I, th- I did put its first season in like one of our roundups for like best anime of the year. Oh. So maybe it was that. Oh. But yeah, it's basically about like the two most like popular like you know, like prestigious uh, students at this school who both uh, have a crush on each other but refuse to admit it to the other and mm-hmm. like. The whole thing is they want to make the other person admit that they have feelings for them because, like, they're too proud of themselves. So, yeah. like, they're constantly... Oh, so it's like Death Note. Yeah. yeah. It kind of... No, it kind of... <laughs> is. If, We're like, if you admit you're in love first, you lose. Like... So you gotta... Like, you'll have these, like, Death Note scenarios. Like, my favorite early example is, like, um, they both get out and it's raining. And oh, then, my and, God. And, that's and a great there's one. there's this whole thing where, like, they're trying to be, like... Uh, whoever can get the other person to, like take out the umbrella for them would be like basically admitting yeah, like yeah. oh i like you <laughs> and so like you know uh th- like they're kind of trying to play these mind games and then it turns out like kaguya just like checked the weather in advance and knew and so didn't bring an umbrella on purpose and she knows that like he brought an umbrella because like he like has his like bike and like she's just like it's like this 4d chess they're playing with each other where they're trying to like convince <laughs> and it's really really funny yeah okay um, shit i should check it out then i was say literally just like watch one trailer or do like that thing that Crunchyroll always does where they're like they put like a minute yeah. clip and You'll be sold on it. Yeah, like okay. it's it's really good. It's so good. Um, oh, I should watch it then. Side characters are great. Chica's great. Chica's wonderful. Uh, when he's learning how to play. Yes, yeah. Chica's like <laughs> hilarious. Um, it's on its third season. It might be the final season because uh, the current yeah. the current arc they're going into feels very much like this is like the the do or die for yeah. like them finally confessing to each other. Mm. Like I, like they can't. They can't the author's keep, they like, can't, look, I cannot come up with more excuses for how these two it, are. It feels like like they can't stretch it out anymore. And like the characters are also like, we can't keep doing this. Like we have to, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah. have to get to this point where we wrap it up. So oh, I, I think that's good though. Like, I, me, me too. Um, I, pre- I appreciate when shit doesn't go on too long. Yeah. Except um, for One Piece. Shouts out to One Piece. Sure. Except for One Piece. No. We keep going that forever. No. Everything has to end get, eventually. Get Dan Hour up in here. Right? So, yeah, we'll talk about One Piece. Yeah. So uh, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I recommend Kaguya. And then cool. Yeah. Spy Family, if you haven't seen already, is... It's good, yeah. Each week, right? dude. Apparently, like, there is a subsect of people who do not like that show because they don't like Anya. 
some monsters. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, 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 I feel like, like people who make like hating children their whole identity is like that's like the kind of people I see because they're just like they're just like she's not even that cute. She's just annoying, and the show is mid anyway. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here! Oh my god, absolute trash people. Like, All right, you, John Luke, you're looking you're looking in some Twitter comments. You're hitting show replies on these Twitter these Twitter replies. <laughs> well, because I was looking at some like cute, uh, you know. Uh, Spy family stuff, and then like yeah. the replies were people being like, "This show even that good anyway," and I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Bro, Anya has <laughs> some of the about... best facial expressions of any oh. anime She's character. She's so cute and so her smug smile is like the, the greatest, funniest, funniest <laughs> fucking shit. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yo, when she socked the shit out of Damien, I was just like, yeah, Hell, dump this motherfucker yeah. out. <laughs> Absolutely. When yeah. she checks beforehand, it's like, is the teacher watching? All right. <laughs> She's so smart. No, no, it's just, oh, that shit's hella funny, man. I love I love Lloyd. I love your, yours. Like, yours is like probably best, like, if, if things are going in the right direction, she probably might be best girl like of all time. Yeah. Like, And it know. feels yeah. good to finally yeah. say that about characters Who's that like adult, aren't right? 16. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, yo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, 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 and I think that that's what I what I seek a lot in anime. I think that's why I gravitate toward, towards psychopaths a lot, is because I'm looking for anime that's like geared towards adult or stories about adult life. Mm-hmm. And I think like going back to Yakuza Like a Dragon, that's why I, I love that game too. Is uh, just like more adult, not not adult stories, not in like content wise, but like stories about adult life. I think is uh, I mean, not that Spy Family is like anything to write home about in terms of like <laughs> provocative thinking yeah. about adult life. It's like, no, there's a spy dude is trying to make a fake family for his job. It's like fucking funny. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it, it's just, it's really cool to see. I really like it's dynamic and shit. Yeah. But, um, otherwise, mm-hmm. sorry, I've been going off wrong. No, it's all good. Yeah, I'm playing um, Mario. Uh, Mario's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Though honestly, I would play the shit out of a it's game a that me, was like Star-Lord. Mario that w- had like Luigi and Peach and like yeah. Rosalina like working together. It's, like, it's basically Italy. just, I guess, Mario Galaxy. Yeah, like, like Donkey, yeah. Donkey Kong is, is Groot. Like, oh, 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 that's funny. No, I, I really... Toad's uh, on his shoulder is Rocket. <laughs> yeah, Toad can just be Rocket, you know? Gorm, He's got the teach. same annoying voice. It works. Yeah. Uh, shit. Um, but yeah, I've been, play, I've been playing a lot of things, trying to mention a bunch of things like on Game Pass, because I think Hell I yeah. finished Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Mm. Dog, Game of the Year material, 1,000. I, mean, I talked about it last time I was on yeah, the show, but I like I finished, finish I 100% in Kirby. I just started Dog. it because I finally have time, and I'm like, Fuck. Michael's been talking about Kirby. I, I have to finally start playing Kirby. Dog, so Kirby. I'm only like an hour in, but um, Kirby I'm changed it. My, Kirby changed my life, dog. <laughs> I fucking love Kirby. <laughs> Kirby in the Forgotten Land is like one of those, it's one of those tentpole games for me where I'm like, I played this, I remember exactly how I felt and where I was when I played this game. And I've been on search for something to kind of, not necessarily fill the void, but like, I just been like, I, you know, when you play like a game so good that everything else just feels mid. Yeah. yeah. And like, now I'm just like on a wild search, but like something please hit. Yeah. Something please hit. Tam's not, been feeling that post Elden yeah. Ring. Post Elden Ring, yeah. yeah. For me, it's post Kirby. Uh, to be to be honest, Kirby's like me. That's like post uh, Tunic. Damn, yeah. Tunic's uh, oh, yeah. the next one yeah, for me. Shit. Okay. After I, re- I really, really, it's it's my game of the year. Oh, so my, so my, my old okay. roommate's been uh, wow. playing Tunic, and he's like, Jordan, you should play this. This might convince you that Elden Ring shouldn't be game of the year. I'm like, <laughs> wow. all right then, <laughs> well, play Tunic, play Kirby. I know and I'm not, I know I'm not going to win that fight against Sam because Tam does not like the combat. Ooh, I, I want to I want to I want to take him on with Kirby though. Like, uh, <laughs> We'll all fight him together. That'd be hell <laughs> funny. It's like, and I would like to do my one phone call. And Tam's like, what? It's like, my one phone call to get his support. <laughs> I just like call Michael. It's like, I need help for two. And it's like, 
No, nah, I'm going to talk about Kirby. Kirby. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I, love, I love Kirby. But yeah, I think the, the tail end of Kirby is just like so fucking good. It's, it's really impressive what they were able to do with Kirby. And I love Kirby. Yeah. Kirby is so cute. It's so cute. And I always say this is that it's it, it, it just like my favorite part is seeing this adorable pink puffball do such amazing, extraordinary things. Nintendo loves Kirby. They will never have anything bad happen to Kirby. I love Kirby like, too. They're like, we would kill Mario before we killed Kirby. <laughs> like, <laughs> Another thing I'll say is like, if you if, if you finish the Forgotten Land and you want to look up some backstory, some lore on the, in Kirby and that game. No, Kirby's lore is fucking it's fucked wild. up. Yeah. <laughs> That's just fucked up. I remember man. watching the Kirby TV show and finally learning a little bit more about Kirby's backstory. Yeah. I'm like, shh. Yeah, you know, some wild shit's happening on Planet Popstar and Dreamland. <laughs> so I'll say that. That's that's that on that. All right. I think we got to call it. I uh, think so. Damn, my bad. Yeah. No, 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 it's no. Like everyone's time. We basically good. had an I, dude, anime I, yeah, I was gonna conversation. Say, like, <laughs> I, I got to talk about Psychopaths because really, like, that's kind of all I've been doing. I was on vacation, so I haven't been really? playing. Really? Wow, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Wild. Yeah, it's been... Uh, I've just been playing Destiny also. Like, I'm, just, I'm on that Destiny yeah. grind. Oh, there's know? a new update, right? Yeah, new, new season. I talked about mm-hmm. it on the last podcast. It's cool. It's uh, haunted. Spooky. Spooky stuff. Spooky cool. ghosts. Good time. Yeah. And I'm just playing, like, Apex the more... Switch sports, volleyball. Heck None yeah. of the other sports. Just volleyball. I oh, mean, yeah. I'm the same way with bowling. Literally just bowling. <laughs> Play gets Edmund Tran yet? No. Takes, but takes I, I, I have officially gotten to the point now in that game where I'm facing people from like Australia and Taiwan and <laughs> They're like, oh, Japan. Yeah. We, need, we need to get you <laughs> to try hard. The, the people where I'm like, no, that's, that's, that, like, that's kanji. Like all those characters are kanji. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're in the big leagues now, dog. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of GameSpot After Dark. But don't worry. Stick around because we are going to be going to that hot Jeff Keeley interview. At least Tam did. But uh, in the meantime, Michael Hyam, where can the lovely people find you? You can find me in all of my bullshit at Michael P. Hyam on Twitter. And go to fanby.com. Check out all the great work from my colleagues there. And go to linkshell.com. Click all the links. Click all the stories. Give me that page time also. Like, stay on the page for, like, at mm-hmm. least five minutes. Um, but, yeah, that's where all of the Final Fantasy fourteen coverage is over on linkshell.com. You know what I'm saying? Lovely. Mm-hmm. And you, Jordan? Uh, folks can find me over on Twitter at JMRamay. Uh, shit, I can't really talk about much of anything that's under embargo but going to be at Summer Game Fest. Mm-hmm. So uh, be on the lookout for... Uh, I, I was like, I don't know what games are going to be announced, but my coverage on whatever's going to be announced at it will be yep. Summer Game Fest. Like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I'm honestly not, I can't fully commit if we are going to have an episode of this podcast next week because... Oh, yeah, because just, Tam and Lucy will also be the, Yeah, Yeah, Game you guys Fest. are all going to be at Summer Games Fest, and then it's just hey, going to be like so l- wild. L- l- just you and I. Okay, you and me? I invite Jan. Oh, yeah, well, Jen's yeah. also going to be in LA, though, actually. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Maybe you're calling. Okay, yeah. Well, mm. okay, it's, no, whoever's here, though. All right, all right, you and me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, okay. okay, we'll just, the, we'll we'll me, me and Jean-Luc. We'll figure it out. Yeah, Could we'll, you call in people like Chastity, or would that be fucked up, because she now works for Ubisoft? Um, yeah. We can talk know. about this on <laughs> camera. It's like, where's that Star Wars game, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll want to put her on yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. class like that. Uh, <laughs> we'll figure it out, uh, but in the meantime, enjoy this lovely uh, Jeff Keighley interview, and... Uh, have a good, wonderful rest of your week. Yeah. All right. Bye, Peace. everyone. Peace. Um, I guess to kick off, Jeff, like, how is Summer Game Fest prep going? 
it's going. We're a couple weeks out now. It's exciting. Uh, you know, it's been many years. It feels like since we've gathered as a, as a group to sort of celebrate games and we've been doing it virtually, but uh, I'm excited that like for our show, we're going to have, I think it's like 15 plus guests that are actually flying in to be a part of the show in person and things like that. Just all the stuff that I've missed having to do, you know, zoom interviews and same thing with you guys too. Uh, everything's been so virtual. So yeah, it's, it's starting to feel a little more normal. It's not, not totally, uh, back to normal but it's it's an interesting year and you know there's fewer games shipping as well this year so that's the other thing mm-hmm. is we're kind of going to these events when it's like it feels like there's a dearth of stuff across the summer and even the early fall so hopefully we'll all get re-excited in june with all with the summer game fest how, how does it feel to kind of be it almost feels like we had e3 be one way for a really long time and that's always been that way and the yeah. last few years have been kind of like a clearing of the table if you know what i mean and now yeah. whether you kind of intend it or not you're kind of defining what this type of summer event looks like going forward how does it feel to be in that position where you're like, what I do now could define the E3, as it were, for future generations of gamers. Well, it's daunting because I, I grew up going to E3 since I was, you know, I think 15 years old. I went to the first E3 in 1995 and it was, uh, you know, such a huge part of my life growing up, uh, what E3 meant to me. I got so excited every year, right? Getting to go. Um, and to think that that's gone and now there's this new thing that we're building um is is daunting because you know e3 when people remember e3 they always think of the e3 of 10 years ago not the e3 of last year right and sort of how much that meant to everyone all the excitement so we're trying to figure out a new model um you know it's we're building and i say this is the third year of summer game fest and the first two were you know in the middle of covid we're sort of just starting to come out of covid hopefully um so yeah we're, we're iterating i don't think it's going to be not gonna be perfect but I, it's nice to be able to build a new model for what this could be in the summer and uh, be trusted by the game publishers and media and influencers and fans um, to help sort of navigate what this is going to become. So I, I really, I don't really know what it's going to look like, you know, next year, people always ask me like, what's 2023 going to look like? What's your plan? And right now we're just trying to get this done and, and learn um, what works and what doesn't uh, and, and hopefully deliver some good news to fans. So it's not only Summer Game Fest, obviously you take um, point on things like Gamescom, Opening Night Live, and of course the Game Awards. How do you approach tackling these huge tentpole events in gaming? Like, do you ever sleep? Is probably the big question there. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do get to sleep a little bit, but uh, it's an interesting lifestyle where, you know, I come out of a like a journalism background like you guys, or even a, I used to do a weekly television show and it was sort of like that sense of always being on, always having to do stuff. And now it's a different life where, you know, your kind of whole year is defined by like two or three moments, right? So you kind of work for four or five months for this one thing. It's a lot of like when I used to, at GameSpot used to write a final hour story and it'd be like two or three months working on something. Um, so I tend to like that where it's very busy and gets busier as you lead up to it, but then you get to take a bit of a break um, after the events. And it's kind of nice that it all happens at once. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, it's, it's a different style of, of, of covering games, but I love that we can create these bigger moments that everyone gets excited about. It also creates, uh, you know, some, some, emotions and drama about like are you gonna be able to deliver for people because people have crazy expectations right when you roll everything together it's like what are they going to announce what are they going to show and i even see that now on twitter and i'm bracing for you know the impact of what people get or don't get um that's part of the fun of it so um yeah i'm I'm honored to be in the position to be able to 
do these shows for the industry um, across the year. And, and now we really have, as you said, three of them um, that are kind of almost equally spaced out uh, three months apart. So um, it's fun. This is the first four or five months of the year is when I get to take a bit of a break. And now we're into a uh, video game season. Cool. Um, where do you see yourself within the industry then? Like you said, you've kind of gone from the TV journalist um, background and now you are host. Are you? Do you see yourself as kind of, in some places, marketing? Are you this, I don't know, like the collector in Marvel? You are the curator yes. of, of gaming. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good analogy. Um, I always say that I'm not, you know, I don't consider myself a journalist anymore, um, sort of a recovering journalist in a way. Um, and, you know, I used to write reviews for Entertainment Weekly of games or, or, you know, more traditional coverage stuff. And yeah, now I've moved much more into sort of a, is it a curator, producer sort of role of these events, which, yeah, are, you know, are marketing events for the industry and, and meant to sort of, you know, showcase games and highlight games. And, you know, we're not dropping, you know, three out of 10 reviews in the middle of my shows or something like that. Um, you know, Game Awards is about celebrating excellence, right? It's not the Razzies of, you know, gaming <laughs> or something like that. We're trying to celebrate the worst of the worst. Um, yeah, and that's, I mean, it's just sort of where things have evolved to uh, with my career. Uh, and I look, I, I would love to spend more time doing journalism stuff. That's why I, you know, I went back and did the final hours of Half-Life Alex, uh, actually for, uh, in 2020 in the pandemic, um, which was insane. So I mm -hmm. like doing that stuff um, and would like to do more of it. But yeah, very much now my time is spent focused on these events. And I think people don't necessarily realize how long it takes to build these events and something like the game awards probably takes up at least half my year to be able to make that show and, and build it so it's a big time sink and i always laugh when someone will meet me in october and say oh are you starting to work on the game awards i'm like yeah we've we've been working on that for the past eight months um so yeah it, it, my role now is i think as you said being a kind of a, a curator is a great word of these sort of events and, and trying to pull together these showcases of kind of the best of the industry from the biggest games and smallest games and honestly a lot of my time is spent meeting with developers and small little teams and seeing how can we create a really eclectic showcase which is not just all the biggest budget games but finding you'll have one game at summer game fest is made by a single lone developer and i love kind of putting them on the same stage as like the biggest franchises in the world so that kind of interesting mix of games and a show is something I, I love to do and, and put together. Mm -hmm. There's been a, a recent Jeff Keighley phenomenon, which I find really fascinating, which is, I guess the question around it is, how do you deal with the pressure of just being assigned as the gatekeeper of certain information, regardless of whether you have it or not? Like the obvious one is the Elden Ring one, where it's like no one had any idea if you had seen or knew anything about Elden Ring, but they were like, well, Keely's definitely got to give it to us. And even <laughs> I was like part of it. I was like, well, if Jeff doesn't have it, then no one has it. So... Uh, so how do you feel about just becoming that gatekeeper? Do you suddenly feel a pressure to be like, oh man, I have to find something? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's that's what I live in in fear of. Why, as as Lucy said, I don't get much sleep is I'm sort of worried <laughs> about like, you know, what if this is the show where we don't have a big ending, right? Or we don't have a big game to announce? And I, you know, I, I don't control that really, right? It's like I don't have secret game studios that make games. It's kind of like, hey, if like people have a game that lines up with our show, great. If they don't, they don't. And and every show I go into it very humbled and fearful that like maybe this is the one where people aren't going to have something. I mean, you know, Elden Ring last year was such an amazing close to Summer Game Fest. It's like, how are you ever going to top that or even come anywhere close to it, right? Um, hmm. And that's that's the challenge I face because as I said we're, we're we're at the mercy of the game developers and publishers. But also it helps in that we do 
three of these shows a year, as Lucy mentioned, and oftentimes things will kind of move from one show to the next, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll be something like we think it's going to be ready for Summer Game Fest, but now it moves to Gamescom. I mean, there's one game that we've been waiting on for, I think, ever, it's going to be at every one of our shows. And for about two years, it's always moved to the next one and moved to the next one. And they just called us. We was like, oh, no, it's moving to Gamescom. So it's, uh, you know, things are constantly moving around, um, and it's it's nice to be in the know about what's happening. Mm. Uh, you know, sort of like a magician. It's sometimes you know it's, it sucks because then you kind of know how all the tricks are done, and you don't necessarily get as surprised, right? When like the Xbox briefing starts, and you're like, "Yep, I kind of knew that was probably going to happen." But yeah, I, I love I love having fun with people, and uh, you know brokering and secrets to some degree so uh hmm. yeah it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a fun job and i like i see footage of games and i get very excited like when i saw the first glimpse at Elden Ring last year i was like oh my god and i remember i met with them right around christmas time in 2020 they showed me some screenshots and stuff and i was like hmm. oh my god <laughs> it's just like you know it's, it's fun so I, I yeah i hype myself but i also have to be like very careful and quiet um, so nothing leaks. So I often can't tell many people about what I get to see. Yeah, I I, I often think about like it's you know as journalists we come over we see things uh, ahead of time and it's always difficult to keep that thing quiet. You know you sign NDAs, but then I think about the position that you're in where you see it like sometimes years before even we see it. And I'm just like how is he how is he keeping a lid on that? That's that's impressive. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil my own secrets, right? That's why people have me sign NDAs, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to like, yeah, spoil the game that I want to reveal at my show. So it's like, well, it's kind of behooves me to keep it quiet as well. But yeah, it's. Uh, and also, I would also say is like so much changes, right? And I think that's what people don't realize. Even with now, with Summer Game Fest, we're a couple weeks out, and you know, games are coming in and being deleted and moved and stuff like that. So it's 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 it, it mm-hmm. shifts around more than people would realize, probably. Yeah. I guess another question that I'd be remiss not to ask, given the landscape of the industry currently, is um, obviously like you, you wear a lot of hats when you're putting these shows together, and you have history as a journalist and also as presenter and that kind of stuff. How do you kind of take all of that and and approach it, thinking about the state of the industry right now? And I ask that because my key question is like, um, when you're putting together something like a Gamescom Live or a Game Awards and Summer Games Fest. How much are you paying attention to the social and industry issues that are affecting the world? Like the hard question is like putting it plainly, like how much do you factor in an Activision announcement at your ceremony at the same time as, you know, discussions around harassment or union busting or that kind of stuff? Um, How do you even approach that as someone who's putting who is kind of uh, one of the front facing people for our industry? No, it's uh, it's something I think we all navigate. I'm sure you guys navigate yeah. too about sort of you cover these games or not. Um, and it's it's sort of a somewhat new phenomenon. Um, and it's not exclusive just to to Activision either, right? Mm. And it's sort of all these companies have you know different challenges, different teams of challenges. Um, and it, you know it it introduces a real interesting um, set of like a conundrum of sort of you know do you ban games do you ban companies does you know does the audience at home do they have the same sort of you know metric that you do about thinking mm-hmm. about these things what you know as someone that has a large platform you know uh, are you do you make a statement by doing something or not doing something and i think the thing i struggle with a lot is kind of figuring out like how do you measure that right and sort of yeah. like what's the threshold you hit of sort of like well this is okay but this isn't okay right um 
And I don't know, it's, it's a slippery slope, right? And it's dangerous if you say like, hey, now we're banning all games from this company from any of my shows until X or Y. And it's like, well, what, what has to happen in order to make that sort of okay then to cover those games again, right? Um, so I, I tend to focus on the developers, the games. I think the bar is high. It's like, it's, are we excited about the games? And I think there are lots of, the, the tough thing with a lot of the industry issues is there are lots of amazing developers yeah. that, work deserves to be showcased in some form and don't deserve to be penalized. Same reason with at Game Awards, we didn't, you know, we didn't cancel Activision's nominations hmm. um, you know, at the Game Awards because there was great work that the teams did. Um, so yeah, it's, I don't have an answer. I'm trying yeah. to navigate for kind of, you know, no, either side, you come down on it. And, you know, that happened last year at Game Awards where people were like, you talked about industry issues and then you showed, you know, a game that Quantic Dream is making later in the show. Hmm. Um, and it's like, you know, that game look, looked, it's amazing trailer. It looks great. It was really kind of Lucas and Disney's game that they had worked with Quantic on. And it's, you know, you think about these things and you just sort of figure it out. But at some point, like how many games are left if you're going to sort of, you know, run a through a litmus test on every developer and yeah. every team decide like, is it, and you know, the worst thing that happens sometimes I think with these shows, we haven't had this happen. Other people have, it's like you do something, then you find out, you know, post facto that oh there is an issue with the studio with this game or whatever and then it's like you're caught in it again so um you know we i think a lot about that i just my shows are always meant to kind of excite people about games and empower developers and that's a lot of with you know even like a lot of the union issues and things like that Mm -hmm. it's like we're our shows done right actually should hopefully empower developers um you know and their work to be seen by more people so yeah it's a very complicated question Mm -hmm. i don't have a a checklist that we go down to sort of decide yeah. these things to kind of make a, make a judgment call and people will either agree or disagree with it. Yeah. And I think it's really important to like point out that you don't have a definitive answer because, you know, GameSpot as a, as a website is in a similar situation where we want to try and put out engaging content, but at the same time you have to factor these things in. And, and I think it's good that we as an industry start, even to a degree making the mistakes of trying to do this right so that we can figure it out. It's better that we try and fail so that we can learn than just act like it's not existing and truly do real damage because of it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and even like, you know, like Activision doesn't need my platform to get the word out of a Call of Duty or something, right? Yeah, I mean, true. You know, there are big companies that have lots of ways to buy ads and do other things to get out there. And it's really just sort of, you know, they obviously there's an endorsement sometimes when we showcase certain games. Um, that we're excited about. But, you know, same thing you said with GameSpot deals with or with PlayStation or Xbox. It's like, are they going to list the games or delist mm-hmm. them or promote them? And yeah, it's a very, it's a complicated thing um, when you said the zeitgeist is like this particular company or studio or developer has problems or issues inside of it. How do we really even navigate what's real or what's not, right? And how do we investigate that? And sometimes to me, it's like you acknowledge, you know, that these issues do present themselves. That's what we did at Game Warriors. Yeah. Like, hey, there, there's this larger industry issue we're not ignoring it, um, but it's and, and take that into account when you decide if you want to buy this game or not. And it's like we're not telling people to buy, you know, we're not mm. saying buy this game or force people to buy a game. It's kind of like we're just presenting content. But I do get the other the other side of the argument that we are, you know, a platform. We're showcasing content um, to the world, so you know, we are thoughtful about that. And it's not even just the, you know, the the the, the social union issues, things like that. But it's also just the content of these games. Um, you know, we do think about like, what's too violent, what's too sexual, like mm. what's the right way to sort of represent the industry. And there've been over the years, things at Game Awards that we've rejected just because we don't, we think the content is just not appropriate for how we want to represent the industry um, at the show. So yeah, you have to be mindful of it. But as I said, it's, I can't sit here and tell you like, 
if these four things happen at this company, that's going to then, you know, open the door to, um, to trigger this. I think we all just want to be kind of, you know, sensing progress. And we may decide to do something at one show with someone and then the next show decide not to do something. Mm. Um, and, you know, people will either agree or disagree with us, but uh, we'll, you know, he said it's, it's very complicated yeah, and it's very- a fascinating thing too. Cause you know, even today there was something, you know, I think like uh, Raven, they voted unionized mm-hmm. there. And that, so it's like, you know, it's changing every day. Um, so I can't give you an answer that's going to be, you know, kind of the yeah. permanent, you know, view of how we're doing things this year. For sure. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for your time. Tell folks when yeah. they can check out the Summer Games Fest stuff. Um, and the plug. Uh, Summer Game Fest is live on Thursday, June the 9th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And yeah, you can watch it on GameSpot or pretty much anywhere. And we'll have mm-hmm. a big two-hour showcase of, uh, of games. Hope you get to tune in. Yeah.